0: Declaration check. Declaration check. On last week's podcast, MHL finals loser Dave Rhodes declared that only four people listen to the MHL Podding in the Corner podcast. Since the beginning of 2023, the podcast has averaged 14.2 listeners per episode, and one of them, on multiple occasions, is located in Singapore.
1: MHL potting in the corner.
2: Yeah, I was definitely would prefer to uh, have breakfast and beer. That'd be awesome.
3: How many boils did you do?
2: Uh, today was only one. The other day was bad. Oof. How so many? Nasty. Well, it was one really big one. Oh. What part of the body? How big? <laughs> yeah. Get right, right to it. it. Buttocks. Ooh. <laughs> hypothetically
3: male or female or unknown he that he she them they
2: yeah hypothetically it was a female (laughs) large woman she had some mass to her (laughs) that's for sure
4: (laughs) if it's just counting the boils until he's done (laughs) he's like how many more boils do I need to lance before i can retire do what mike t does
5: so hypothetically when she came in did she say like, doctor, like my butt's been troubling me or how, how, do you, how do you say like what's going on? Or does she know exactly what's going on? She's like, just take out the smell or take out the pus.
2: Um, yeah, she said she's had them before. So, okay. She's like, yeah, I think it just needs to be drained. I'm like, okay, I'm your guy.
3: Is, is there a sort of a direct correlation between size of boil and increased BMI?
2: Ooh, um,
5: That's a good question.
3: Very good question.
5: I'm going to say yes.
3: Very observant question. Because you wouldn't know you have the boil if you've got lots of layers flaps.
2: Yeah, I'd have to say in general terms, that's probably correct. To, although I've seen some big boils on skinny people too. So, Does that... has anyone here had a boil? Because I haven't. I haven't.
0: Mm-hmm. A sty is, is a stye in the same neighborhood.
2: Um, maybe to a small degree. It is like a little bit of a, you know, a pus filled cyst of some sort. It's
0: like a freshman. I had a sty that was like the size of a golf ball right on my eye. Sty on the eye.
2: Golf ball. That's big. That's big.
5: Should there be some kind of national health campaign maybe to alert people about this boil epidemic that we're going through and maybe
2: to help? Is there any way we can prevent them?
3: Well, Fauci's retired. We can get him on the, on the thing.
2: No, I mean it keeps me in business, so I'm, I'm okay with just, just keep it. low profile.
0: Jack like duck his head, or I'm sorry, Glenn duck his head whenever Jack mentioned Fauci. That was fun.
3: So I want to go back to the skinny thing. So do um, skinny people? Is it more painful for skinny people to get it? I mean, or where it might be closer to a bone, kind of a thing.
2: Um, I, you know, that's, there's probably, there's some probably truth to that as well. I'm
3: thinking about the jawline one. If that had been a skinny guy, that might've hurt him more.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think if you have more fatty tissue around the cyst, it may not be quite as painful, but they all, they all kind of, you know, stink literally and they are painful sometimes.
5: Do they range in smell from really smelly to not so smelly? Oh my does God. it matter where on the body it is?
2: Yes. The smell? It does. Yes. Now, why would that be? Well, you know, if if you're down towards like the perirectal area, you get a lot of mixture of that right. potential stinky. You know, you know. I mean, the like in the armpits, sometimes they get pretty nasty. The groin, that area, they get that really rank smell. If it's like on your you know, arm or shoulder may not smell much at all. might just be a little bit of pus comes out and that's not, not too horrible. Is it like a hygiene issue? Is that related to it? Uh, I mean, there are some people who are just prone to them. Then they're, they're just, they form a lot of these cysts and boils and stuff. It Potentially some of it's hygiene related, but not always.
5: So for all the listeners at home, there's nothing we can do to prevent this. I mean, that was a question.
2: Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think there's uh no, well, I'm not sure. I'm very happy Lansing boils. I mean, just bring them on. You're not happy about it. You're going to get paid either way.
5: What are you drinking, Kevin?
2: Oh, this is a uh, painter pigment.
5: It's terrible.
2: Dancing gnome.
5: Yeah. It
0: has no head retention at all.
2: Oh, uh, well, it, I mean, it's been in the fridge a while. Mm. I don't know. and I poured I it a little while ago.
5: Mike knew the answer to that question. He was setting you up to give a plug for his uh.
3: No, I think it looks terrible should should we follow this little quiz thing I've got up?
2: Oh quiz already that's cool <clears throat> oh this is this is more about
3: symptomology kind of thing. <laughs> This
2: is like, yeah, seeing if you really have a problem.
3: Yeah, I was just trying to. Well, that's why I was trying to get to Dave's question and his point. Is there anything we can do for all our, what was it, Dave? You said four listeners um, at the last
4: podcast?
5: (laughs) The four Estonians.
4: (laughs) We just listened to a a session on taking dumps in the bed. Now we're moving on to boils. Back to boils. (laughs) (laughs) Did you actually listen to that one? yeah i actually did i mean i skip through the soccer always so <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah but you never know when soccer could devolve into uh shitting in the bed yeah there's some yeah. nuggets
3: in there i think you should go through it jack
4: see, oh. see what's
3: all right we can go through it huh? let me pull it back up so Chip, do
4: you ever have to test those like for any uh concerns like or is it just, you know, they're just like sort of an exterior thing. You just got to chop off.
2: <laughs> um, so, I mean, we do sometimes do cultures on them to, you know, see what kind of bacteria it is. But f- for the most part, the the treatment for these boils are just to lance them and drain them and get the pus out. Um, I think, I don't know if, did we do a segment once when we talked about um, um, a, a yeah, I think when we did the abscess drainage before, we talked about a cyst versus an abscess. Yeah, I think you talked
3: about Sounds the right. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so some of these need to be surgically removed, like the core of the cyst has to be removed so that it doesn't keep reaccumulating. But a lot of people don't go through that process of going to a surgeon. They just kind of will drain it for a while. They'll It'll be good for several months or a year or two, and then they'll – like, oh, they're back again with uh, the need for drainage.
5: Hey, what's the biggest one you've ever seen? Would
2: you say golf ball, baseball, football, <laughs> basketball? Uh, I mean, when they get towards, like, a baseball size, that's when I'm pretty much referring them to a surgeon. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're they're going to need some surgical drainage there. Um, you know, if they're, like, a golf ball, size, you know, I'm pretty much will drain those in the ER, but it also depends on location. If there's, if it's like right near the rectum, like just on the verge of the rectum, sometimes those can develop uh, fistula formation where that little tract develops into the rectum, into the the cyst cavity, and then that's going to need surgical drainage or repair. So I was
3: trying to find a picture of someone with a baseball size boil.
0: (laughs) Mike has a question. Uh, Kip can you describe or explain the difference between a boil and a goiter
2: uh, well a goiter is more it's that's a thyroid sort of um, mass that is more of like I said a thyroid sort of issue I um, yeah it's not really like a pus filled cavity
0: gotcha it's something that somebody's gonna live with
2: yeah yeah a goiter I mean they can be surgically removed but usually you treat the the reason for the goiter would be some sort of thyroid dis- disorder
0: and and dave correct me if i'm wrong that was a seinfeld episode right
2: yes that's exactly
5: what i was thinking about
0: right, yeah
5: a woman with a goiter who dated the mahatma <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh, have, you, have
4: you ever had a lance of carbuncle <laughs> what is a carbuncle
2: so, so a carbuncle is interesting. It's typically on the back of the neck and they're, they're usually a a bunch of small abscesses together that sort of form like a big grouping of, of abscesses. So, um, th- those can get pretty involved because there's a lot of small connections to these things, but yeah, you can, you can lance the carbuncle, but it, I didn't know a carbuncle was a real thing. I thought it was like a dingleberry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I
3: thought it was like a fast food joint.
2: Ooh.
3: Almost like I gotta share this picture. Carbuncles look pretty nasty, Kip.
2: Yeah, they're they can be pretty nasty for sure. You're usually gonna refer them on to somebody. Hey Mike,
3: this is the off
4: question. Should I have crap floating in my beard that was out of a can on an IPA? No.
0: Nah. Not, not if it was packaged
4: within the last two years.
5: Okay. Is that from Dancing Gnome and did Mike do it?
4: Yeah. <laughs> it is not a Dancing Gnome. It is a it shoots.
3: Yeah. Uh, can you get carbuncles uh, from Bad Beer?
4: Carbuncles are gross. They are gross. Yeah. Oh, wow.
3: That
4: is nasty. Jesus.
5: Uh, that's, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> But is there anything we can do to prevent carbuncles? <laughs> mm. Oh my god!
2: Oh, oh. my god!
4: <laughs> oh my god! It looks like it's yelling at us. Ah, oh, that's <laughs>
2: horrible. Yeah, those <laughs> oh. can get pretty nasty. It that's does look like a. Point.
3: It looks like a face, like a like some kind of face and profile, doesn't it? Yeah. Looking to.
4: The... I think that point. Like, don't you feel like you would have called up sooner? Looks like it has some teeth to it.
5: Oh, oh, Oh. with grow
2: teeth. Oh, oh, geez. Oh, have you ever seen anything like this, Kip? Uh, I don't, I've never seen that to that extent. I mean, I've seen some that are like that. Recording in progress, (laughs) hypothetically, (laughs) I've seen something like that, but wow, wow,
5: oh, what? If your job's messed up. It is.
2: I agree. <laughs> I want I want Mike's job.
0: You should retire, kid.
2: I am. I'm gonna come work with you.
0: Oh no. Oh.
2: on the camel line. Oh my
0: line.
5: god. Look oh at... good God, it gets worse.
0: <laughs> that, like that thing could swallow a country. I think, we, I, think a country.
3: I think Glenn's must be throwing up or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he to get some beer.
4: stepped
5: <laughs> away at the right time yeah the other
4: <laughs> one's
0: like i'm not drinking anything that came out of that
4: wow oh that's jesus that looks <laughs> terrible
0: dude it literally looks like it has lips oh God.
5: <laughs> jesus
0: can you do this job kid?
2: yeah see i i wish i you know i I don't do that kind of stuff. Like I said, that I see that stuff and I'm like, yeah, you need to see a surgeon. So the simple stuff I'll drain, but the more involved stuff, I'm not going to what, delve into that.
3: What's a, what's a yeah. for uncle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i I knew the difference at one point, but they're, they're probably very similar. It's just, uh, okay. I think the carbuncles are for the location and the, Description of like how many little cavities there are and stuff, but
5: can we find out how carbuncle got its name? Was it named after a doctor? Do you
2: think I don't know because there's a fur, uncle I don't look at this. It's a fur uncle? Is there some oh. kind of Latin to this? Good thing we have Google.
3: Yeah,
5: there's normal, a foreigner. That's n- a funny name.
3: There you go, Latin.
5: Latin,
4: little coal. little coal.
2: Nice, it's like, it's like hot coal, more like it. <laughs> I wow. think they're stretching it.
3: Well, yeah, because it talks about the glow of a hot coal. At red. Yeah, there you go. Glow yeah. of a hot
2: coal. Yeah. yeah.
4: Wow.
3: And what about... Hold the- on.
4: What does... Go down. What does Carbuncle represent in the Bible? I've got to see that. <laughs>
5: Holy shit. Carbuncle's in the Bible. Sing, go, <laughs> do despair
3: break. I What?
5: What? What?
3: Yeah, that seems... um.
5: Yeah. I don't yeah. understand that.
3: Yeah, I don't either. Uh, it's, it's not, not in the Bible. Maybe maybe Latin and Hebrew don't really translate well to one another.
4: <laughs> oh, what first thing is the carbuncle. That's what the is a carbuncle? of people.
0: What about fur uncle? Like what is is it So if carbuncle is little coal, fur uncle
3: is
2: a very hairy relative. Yeah. Fur buncle.
3: Jack okay. exactly, created a new name. Oh it's, for, oh, it's for Uncle, okay. Petty Thief, knob on a vine. Wow. <laughs> this segment alone oh. is going to drive us up to six listeners. <laughs> All I have to do is put, put in the description carbuncle and Fur Uncles, and we're just... <laughs> we're down to two. We're lighting up uh, the listenership.
5: Yeah, but we just lost the four Estonians. <laughs>
0: and and Kip. Okay. This isn't even your segment though, right? You have something even more special for us, right?
2: Yeah, we're not even, yeah, we're not even into the the real segment here. We're still stuck on pus.
3: Should we flow? I think we should flow.
2: Yeah. Do you want to go right into it or do we want to talk a little hockey and soccer or just go right into the segment and then? I'd much rather go right into the segment.
3: Yeah, let's go straight into the segment.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Dave is done with hockey. Um Mm-hmm.
3: We can check in on the scores and see where they're at. Uh, I was just
5: gonna <laughs> midway through the second week. Man. <laughs> I think it'll matter. So,
0: Penguins are 18 minutes from losing a playoff spot.
4: Dave, we we do have to give you some credit, though. Made it all the way to the finals for being La Lafontaine after drafting, after purposely trying to draft a team that you knew couldn't compete.
5: I tried to fail. And extremely, I failed at failing.
4: Extremely <laughs> impressive that you made it there. So, and Jason's yeah. team is pretty damn
5: good. So, I think it would have been nice to see Jason and Kip do a three-game series to see who would win because they—they were clearly the two best.
2: Yeah, I don't. I tried to keep a little bit of track on how much. Oh, why would you do that? We're doing. I know, but I tried. And I, I don't even. I don't think. I don't even think I could have beat either of you guys the last two out of three. I just. Really, I mean, I had Some I had some good good showings and stuff. I think Matt Kachuk had a hat trick on one week, but I don't know consistently. I don't think I would have beat either of you guys, so it is what it is.
4: I mean, you hung in, Dave. I mean, you were in there till the very end, so it was a hell of a, hell of a run. Basileski actually was the guy probably hurt yeah. him. It was the last week.
5: Well, in would have been the third week if he didn't save me the second week. So yeah, True, true. He crushed Like Kip, Kip said, he's a bit uh, schizophrenic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, he only a, played
0: he played that one game the last week and yeah. shipped to bed.
5: Yeah, and then they held him out, I guess, because they were freshening him up for the playoffs.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was unfortunate, but you didn't have any other
4: option there. Uh uh. Because you Dave, to all the people that have the burrito, the La team. That's hey, right. There you What's go. What you can do.
3: What you can do.
2: Mike didn't do it.
3: Mike did not do it.
2: Now, now does does Brett have to take the name now? Well, yeah.
3: wait a minute. So Mike, no, but Mike, you're coming off Bredel Lafontaine now, right? So Mike, yeah. so Mike could still do it.
5: Oh, you're right. You're yeah,
3: right. So good point.
0: Because hey, you didn't win as Bree,
3: correct? Right. So it'll be interesting to see if that's actually a trend. Yeah.
5: I do want to trade whatever remaining draft picks I have for next year because I don't want to draft anyone.
4: <laughs> what do you have left? I'm not sure you I have don't, much.
5: I don't know. I think I have five on, round five on. I mean, I'll trade I, them for anything.
0: I do have a technical question now that the season's over, Jack. Are we allowed to make trades again?
3: Yeah, I can turn the trading window back on.
0: Because I think, you know, Shifley's available. I will give you all my remaining picks for him. He's a 40-goal scorer, and we're not going to keep him, so we'll take like a fourth.
5: I'll give you my fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. There you go. You got everything. You got the whole thing. You
0: know, I'll speak for Pat. We'll take that.
5: And I'm not even going to protect him. What? (laughs) What are you trying to do? I just want to get rid of my draft picks.
0: Uh, See, now you're just making a mockery.
5: I tried to make a mockery last draft, and it didn't work. I got to get more extreme.
0: So you're getting mockery -er?
5: Yes. I'm going to win it without drafting a player.
4: All
0: right. If you add the third, we'll take it.
5: I'm not sure if I'm able to... um...
3: I think he has a third.
5: I don't have a third.
0: All right. Then we'll take the fourth I think I took your third, Dave, because you didn't have a first or second.
5: Yeah, I, I... I'm not even sure what I had left.
0: But I I honestly don't think Jack would approve that trade because it makes a mockery of his league.
3: It's not my league. (laughs) Jack would absolutely approve that trade. Absolutely. I'm not even hearing what you're saying as I'm trying to figure out how to turn trading back on. So knock (laughs) knock yourselves out. Go for it. (laughs) All
0: right. So is it official we take fourth through four Shifley?
5: Sure. Why not? I, I will not protect him.
0: I honestly don't think I can go forward that trade because I think it makes him up really.
5: <laughs> okay, fine. I'll protect him.
0: <laughs> all, right, all right. There you go. All right. You but, protect but him. I, but in reality, I'm not going to protect <laughs> him. <laughs> on the condition that you protect him.
3: Okay, sure. We're recording on two <laughs> platforms, so.
0: All right. I'll send a formal submission on the flight over.
3: Um, I don't think you'll be able to. I think I might have to do it for you.
5: Oh, let's do it right now.
3: I'm working on it. Yeah, so I got uh, Kings and baby condors uh, still breedle off on team twenty two. March. Mike, Why don't, why don't you Shy keep Shifley
5: and just give me something else?
3: Oh,
0: no, because we can't. We're gonna t- we're gonna keep. We can only keep one center.
5: Yeah, but you time. could. Pr- someone else might give you something for Shifley. You know what? I need to clear that out. You know, what? has been he's been pawning that dude off all year. He's not. I getting... know. It's sad.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to it's figure out a way to out. do this offline because I think because I have a trade deadline in, it's going to make me do all sorts of other things. Nah, too. That's
0: that's fine. Yeah, all we right. can because Dave. Sorry. I think Dave's intention is to really make a mockery of the league, and I'm I'm not sure. i <laughs> be a part like of, I've of I've been fact? trying
5: to get out of the league, and he won't let me out. So I might as well make a mockery of it.
0: You you honestly haven't watched hockey since the Trump administration.
5: No, I, I watched the game. Did you? All right. I went to that one game. Halifax. Yeah. No, no, no! The uh, NHL game. Oh,
3: okay.
5: I, I went to watched, a family game.
0: I watched the uh, women's world championship USA versus Canada the other night, and it was a very entertaining game. Hmm. That's what we got to. Dave won't watch hockey at all, and I'm watching.
5: Recording stopped.
0: <laughs> and, and recording stopped.
5: <laughs> I'm just not interested in hockey anymore. That's that's it's fair. like baseball now. That's fair. There's there's only one love in my life now, and Glenn will now get to experience it with us. Dude, I may I may have to go crazy by the end of this trip.
4: I was thinking about it, listening to you guys the other day. I was like, <laughs> if I, I mean, three games is one thing, but now we're going to be hitting all these pubs. I'm like, holy crap! This is going me a lot of soccer. We won't have to talk about soccer. Wow. No. But I am interested in that. Can I kick that that field goal thing? How do what, how do I get on the field to do that? Because I think I can score <laughs> from twenty-five out.
3: Yeah, you probably could. Or
4: twenty-five in. Sorry, not out. 25, 25 yards. I don't know. What do they measure that in feet, yards? What's what's the eighteen at? Is that yards? It's yards, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I used to be killer from that angle. No, against cool. that was when it was against ten-year-olds.
2: <laughs> we'll get you. We'll get you on the pitch at some point, whether there's a game going or not. Mm.
5: What about uh, Manchester United, that tour? Maybe they'll take us on the field.
3: Yeah. They, it does go on the field.
5: Okay. So what we'll do is we'll
3: grab a ball. Or at least it takes ball. you down by the field. I think it takes you to the. Yeah.
5: Well, a quick pickup game.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll get fun. you
5: out on the field then.
4: All right. Grab a scarf, top on, kick a, kick a ball, get off, and go to jail.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you won't go to jail.
4: Get a bobby.
5: It's a victimless crime. Get a club. Get
4: clubbed. <laughs> Feel good about that. yep you got me right, when after they clock me in the head, you're going to mend it.
3: <laughs> so do we, take care of do we want to talk logistics for a second on that day? Um, or do we just want to wait until we get, we're get we on the trip itself?
5: I don't think we want to bore, bore the four people who are listening with our trip plans. Okay.
3: So, We've been doing that
5: for wrong? months. I know. <laughs> I, feel bad.
4: I need some logistics, though, for what? what are we supposed to bring like all right so you guys you guys may, have, may be ahead of this but like i don't know how big the van is like do are we expecting
3: that we're going to be doing some wash so don't pack for yes. a weeks worth yeah i'm planning on doing wash at least maybe yeah, twice yeah
2: we're, we're all backpacking i think we're going to bring like 5 to 7 days worth of clothes and then wash
3: yeah so no, no suitcases try not to if you can avoid it
2: I got backpack.
4: a backpack
3: for me. Yeah, I'm so, backpacking it.
4: Is anybody bring a laptop? I'm not sure if I I don't know if I want to bring my work laptop. So I'm I think I'm bring it gonna... work. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think I'm leaving mine. It's too heavy.
0: I'm gonna bring my laptop, but it's it's gonna slide right in. It's gonna be like nothing.
3: I gotta bring my little CPAP bag, so I don't feel like bringing a laptop.
4: So we're trying to travel as lightly as possible, is what you're saying.
3: Yeah, the van's a, a seven-person van, but it doesn't look like it's got a huge amount of space behind the seat for stuff. So I'm sure we'll fit it fine. But um, if if we're mostly backpacks, so I, th- you know, I don't think it'll be a problem. But um, okay, it's one of those bo- it's a one of those boxy-looking vans that you see in the European yeah. things people do.
4: Glenn, have you been to England before? Never. All right, cool, cool. Same. I flew through, but never stayed and hung out. So, yeah, it's gonna be awesome outside of the soccer.
5: <laughs> outside <laughs> of all the soccer on this soccer trip, I'm, I'm, look, I'm
4: looking forward to it actually.
0: <laughs> I was just gonna ask so, a question for Glenn on the on scale of one to ten, how, how like emotionally and visibly distressed will you be while we're into our soccer thing? Will it be like a three or it's going to be like a seven? Where we're going to have to like call you
4: distressed. So what do yeah. you mean? Ah.
0: Like, like, are you going to be like so annoyed? Like I can't fucking believe I'm doing this or is it just going to be like, ah, I'm here.
4: No, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be in like, I'm all in when we're there. Oh, yeah. Well, well,
2: yeah,
3: I'm going to make a prediction right now. Glenn will be trying to buy and or steal mm-hmm. blue smoke things while we're at Everton and we'll be the throwing first. him at the buses and stuff before the game. He's going to be full on in riot mode when, <laughs> when, when yeah. at Everton. Everton. Well, no, because it's going to be a ride outside the stadium, right? I mean, it always is.
4: But Everton is the only game I got to behave. The rest I, I – <laughs> That's right. <laughs> UKZ can come out during the other game. <laughs> Everything I got to actually behave a little. That's right. You have to be the corporate guy.
5: Yeah. Well, the other two are like you
0: guys years. sort of do too a little bit. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. I'll, I'm full that's on. Sure.
5: None
3: <laughs> of us can go full Chuck at the Everton game. Is that what you're saying? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good idea. We'll yeah, we'll tame l- it down on that game. At least the first <laughs> half.
4: Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's, (laughs) let's, let's see what the crew is up to. I mean, maybe they just get us the tickets and I don't have to talk to anyone. That would be the best, but I don't know. Like I have no idea idea who that guy is. So,
0: really, (laughs) That's awesome. So honestly, can you tell a little bit of the backstory about how that came to be? Like who did you have to reach out to and how much did you have to push to make that work?
4: So, our, our, uh, my the vendor, I used to get Oracle resources got acquired by a company. They were Pittsburgh based. That's why I came out to Pittsburgh a few times. With, you yeah, know, yeah. good, good group of folks too. And, uh, they got acquired by a company in the UK and then they had me meet with the, the merge company. The guy, you know, was we were talking about, you know, the UK, and I just brought up. I was like, hey, you know, I'm going heading there in April with my brother and some of his friends for a soccer game. You know, we're going to try to get a soccer. Maybe I can, you know, maybe I can catch you guys or something. He's like, oh, maybe I can help you, you know, get a, get tickets to a soccer game. And I'm like, that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but they kept like I kept asking, I said, I was sending Jack a couple of the emails. I'm like, Hey, I kept going through the one arm of the company and you know, the, the, the U S based company and trying to reach out to the, the UK based company. And they, they kept saying, yeah, we're working on, it, we're working on, it. but nothing ever was occurring. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, that morning you guys are getting the emails and I'm like, I was, I was pretty lit from the night before. So I was, <laughs> So when that came through, I'm like, well, "Holy crap! It worked!" <laughs> yeah, and it's so it's through Oracle, who I really hate, but that's the software we, we can use. we can edit
3: that part out. Yeah.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hates a strong I word.
4: I don't think you're listening, so I'm, I'm feeling all right with that. But uh, so that's I got to yeah. I, I really hate this company. I mean, I really hate Oracle, like with a passion.
2: Hates a strong word. So. Yeah
4: that's bullshit no that's cool <laughs> I'll, I'll be nice that day I'll, I'll put my nice face on that's very cool
5: yeah do you hate them, get them what's that Dave do you hate them more than WhatsApp uh, <laughs>
4: yeah it's pretty yeah I
5: actually hate them more
4: than
0: wow. Facebook yeah well you like WhatsApp you just don't like
4: uh, Instagram and Facebook I just hate Facebook. I dislike everything about that guy and that company. So, is
5: yeah. WhatsApp part of Facebook?
4: No. Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, Facebook owns WhatsApp.
3: Yeah, it's part of Meta.
4: Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. what was the one that you were talking about? Oh, Signal. Signal. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's another. Don't, don't switch. I'll, I'll, leave, you know. But the interesting part, Dave, I was like, they when they were asking about the tickets, I just said, hey, can you get us one of these three games? But this one would be the, the best one. And then they weren't responding. And I, sh- I shot, when you t- guys told me they changed the dates, I said, hey, they switched yeah. dates. And you, this would be the one we really want. And then all of a sudden, when that guy hooked it, I was like, oh, that's freaking awesome. Because yeah. that, that stadium's gone, right, in a year?
5: Yeah, one more year and it's gone.
4: Okay. Okay. How awesome is that? That's 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 great. And you and think I can't
3: you, believe it's nineteenth in your ranking? Yeah, or, I was gonna say you think yeah. that's bullshit, David. It's nineteenth.
5: Yeah, I mean, if it's some football magazine in in England that's ranking the stadiums and Craven Cottage at three and the two uh, Scottish teams in Glasgow one and two, I, I, come on. It it has to be based on atmosphere yeah. almost more than anything. And Everton, because they've been so sucky for so long, I guess they dropped for that. But they, you know, they had some super minor league teams ranked. I had at Goodison Park. They're insane. Yeah. They're yeah. It, so I call bullshit on it.
4: So so going back to logistics, gotta fit in the backpack. Are you guys thinking short weather or probably more long pants for everything?
3: So I've been pay- I've been checking I've been not wanting to like get into it too much but um I looked at the the London forecast um I we I think we're getting lucky it seems to me at least early on um so the daily forecast it's you know it's a week out so we get there so on the Thursday so 63 66 66 65 63 63 63 That's all London, so I think it's colder up north, but lows in the 40s. But the big thing is there's, like, rain is, like, 7%, 17%, 15%. So it doesn't look like we have too many potential washout days, at least the first half of the trip. So that's pretty cool.
0: Cool. Agree. Like, uh, Glenn, from my perspective, I was – I'm not – maybe I'll throw in one pair of shorts, but I'm thinking just – jeans some t-shirts some long sleeve tees a hoodie and a rain rain slick
2: and a a jock strap a jock strap yeah that helps of course
3: odd piece you need the jock strap if you're going to go for 25 yards or out right
2: for sure yeah
0: because it might hit off the post come right back at you (laughs)
2: because if (laughs) you get on if you get on the pitch if you get on the pitch in a real game, you should be wearing that jock strap and that's it. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it, do it right.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's UKZ right there.
2: And
5: have a cup because those bobbies are going to take those sticks and bash your genitals with them.
4: Yeah.
3: Make sure you call I'm them with banger. jabroni while they're chasing you across the field.
4: <laughs> I'm going to mash your banger. <laughs> 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 Has anyone been there?
5: the uk i've been to
3: scotland oh, Dave, yeah. all right you were scotland just so recently all you, right. kip you and mike have never been to the uk okay. nope uh, yeah, i've been so but looking forward to Pur- it again. definitely has yeah. it's been a long time we were there in 97 so i'm sure it's exactly the same
4: <laughs> the no, best part is not... Oops, sorry dude. no go ahead so the best part is you guys are just like figuring everything out. I'm just like, all right, I'm just showing up and wherever we're doing, we're doing. Yep.
5: That's all what we're all doing. Yep. Glenn. Well,
0: <laughs> honestly, Glenn, for you, cause you're, you're going to be in the most unique position. Jack's going to pick you up at the airport and we're heading straight to a fucking match. We're literally heading straight to a match.
4: Oh really? So my flight arrives at like 7am. Yeah. And that's, what time's the match
3: start? Noon, I think.
4: Oh, 30. Okay.
3: And I appreciate that none of you are volunteering to go back up to the airport with me at oh, six in the morning. I'll go. <laughs> I'll
0: go. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go. I have no issue I, with that. But
5: I was figuring on going head. anyway. Are you okay? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Is so I hold you're... up a sign. This says, like, yes. welcome, Glenn. Yes. Glad you got out of prison or something like that. UKZ. Extradite UKZ. Extradite UKZ. Yeah. Pull up a big sign for UKZ.
4: <laughs> if you don't want to pick me up at 7 a.m., I can always hang at the airport and get
3: No, 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 because I got to pick up. We're picking up the van that morning.
4: Oh. oh yeah. yeah,
3: so I'm going to go, and the, the the van place opens at 7 so well, I, I figured, well, I'll just go there, get the van, and then we'll grab you at the airport because you, you get in it. Like, I think you said it was like 640 or something like that, but it'll take you however long it takes you to get through immigration and stuff. Yeah, so, probably at least hour. You know, I've heard um, that. So a woman I work with was there and over the holidays and she said that Americans get to go through the fast line with UK and other Commonwealth countries So we're apparently treated better than, like, the French and the rest of the world. That's Uh, true. And so she zipped through pretty quick, she said.
5: When we got, when me and Patty were there, we went through Heathrow. And when we got through security, basically there was no security. Like, we got our bags, and we're supposed to go through this one door. We walked through the door. There was no one there. So we just walked through and we were gone. Then never got my passport stamped or anything. Wow.
3: <laughs> Could so, be a problem when you get there <laughs> next week. So Mr. We'll Rhodes, you've, you've been here for eight months. What are you doing? I didn't get a stamp there. Oh, okay. I,
5: okay.
2: I never stamped it. Yeah. The, the good thing is I'm multilingual and I can speak English. So mm-hmm. I'll translate for all you guys. And French, That's awesome. right? You can do French. Bonjour. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, since uh, we're talking about so the, the, the logistic thing I was going to bring up is that the, the, if we're going to do the Manchester and stay in Manchester for the game, that kind of changes, I think, maybe the plan in terms of that afternoon um, to get to the tour and then stay in Manchester. And because and mm-hmm. I'd really rather not drive. Forced to not drink and drive back from Manchester, to Liverpool. So we would have to go to Liverpool first and park the van, and then jump on a hey,
5: train.
4: Yeah, Just I let, heard that on the podcast. I yeah. think it's that's that's the right call. Like, hey, yep. get out of the get out of the driving game.
5: And out of the box thought on that one: What if we didn't stay that night in Liverpool? What if we switched to Manchester for that night? I can look. Cancel that night in Liverpool. I can look and see. I, I mean, see if there's something in Manchester. So we could just drive straight to Manchester, go to our place, and then let me then see what the
3: uh, cancellation, how much it would cost us, assuming I could then find a place in Manchester, right?
5: Right. Just just a thought. That yeah. way we're not rushing to Liverpool to get on a train and all that business.
0: I, I think that's a great thought. I'm good either way.
5: Add it to your list of off the line business you need to take care of, like our trading. It's like the I, trade.
3: Yes, sir. Can I help you with anything else, sir?
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going with you to the airport at Yeah, go.
3: I can appreciate that. Yeah. What's the,
4: in terms of costs, do you need money now or what? what's the plan for? Um,
3: the yeah, you're, you're the only deadbeat who hasn't paid me anything yet. But, um. Well, why um not you tell me? You know, you got to give me a bill. No, I don't
5: it. think Glenn should pay since he got us no, to stick his No,
4: no. No, I'm paying for my stay, So it's the cheapest stay ever, anyway. It, yeah, is really it is really
3: cheap. Um, anyway, I will do this while we're doing this, but I'll have to look on it and see what the cancellation policy oh, yeah. is. So I'll get it to you.
5: Yeah, if they're cool with, the, you know, canceling one night and keeping the other night. Yeah. It might be worth it if we're, you know.
3: Yeah, that, that's the tricky part, right? Um, let's see. Right. Are we only two nights in Liverpool? So they yeah. may have minimum, yeah.
4: And,
0: and it'll also be interesting to see what the Manchester availability is given that that. Match now
4: will be have increased, you know.
5: Yeah, Arsenal uh, fans coming up.
4: Yeah, yeah. 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 But by, by the way, if we do go to the pub, you guys can vote for Ars or Manchester Arsenal that you want. But I'm I'm going with the home team. I am not. I'm going to be all over and I'm pointing at you guys like, yeah, beat their ass, beat their ass. So oh, I was you, talking oh.
3: to Tony, the bartender at Churchill, is about this because he's a Manchester. He's he's an Man AM, U fan and he very clearly said to me, be careful if you're at a Man U pub rooting for Man City.
0: That's what I said to Dave and Kip. I was like, if we're going to a pub, I think we should go to a Man U pub and not root for Man City.
5: Oh, yeah. They're hard root for Arsenal. Yeah. Which is what I'd be doing anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So go to Man U pub.
5: But the Manchester City pub may have more. Be a little bit more fun. A little bit more fun then we could just root for man city
0: or be neutral. Yeah. Either way. I'm like, I'm, I'm not trying to cause any shit for sure.
5: Uh, no, of course not. Or we could act like we don't like soccer, like Glenn. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him to change. Can you put on American football? <laughs>
0: if there's like a big Jenga game, I, I don't know that I, <laughs> I want to be there. I wonder how that we go over
3: well, I found a house in Manchester City, five minutes from the Man, whatever Manchester Center, for two sixty eight a night with eight beds. So,
2: how many couches?
0: And <laughs> <laughs> milk stores nearby.
3: All right. Well, I'll, I, well, as soon as we're done with the podcast, I'll. Uh, I'll okay. Uh, and then we would just have to get up in the morning and go to Liverpool because if we want, we did want to spend some time and check out Liverpool before the game. Yeah. So.
5: Yeah, yeah, we want to. Was... Well, we want to do a Beatles thing that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah, time it's... is the game? Eight. Or, seven thirty. Seven yeah.
0: forty-five, I think. Okay. Oh wow. Okay, seven forty-five okay. on the on the Everton match.
5: Right. So we have all day. Yep. Yeah. So we're seeing
4: Fulham. Yep. Uh, Everton, and who's who's the third? Brighton. Brighton.
2: So Fulham, Brighton.
3: Fulham leads Everton, Newcastle, Brighton, Wolves. So are, are we voting for the home team in all these?
2: Depends on what pub we're in. Yeah. Or, or we won't be in a pub. We'll be at the game. I, yeah. I will
3: I be voting for out. Solly March at Brighton for sure. Um, whether Brighton wins or not, I don't give a shit, but I'm all about Solly Alex, March.
0: Mac, Mac Alistair. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at colors. I think it's like basically baby blue gets you into at least two of the three and then red
4: and full. Wasn't, isn't Everton pink? No, or blue all. they're blue at
5: home. They're traditionally blue. That pink is a, a road jersey. They change change that color every year. Okay. Right. Could you imagine if their regular color was pink? <laughs> <laughs> like, is there any professional sports team anywhere, men's, that's pink? It's
0: yeah.
4: salmon. I'm telling you it's salmon.
5: Actually, they do call it salmon. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: I'm glad I didn't to- order the jersey because I would have I would have showed up at the Oracle event <laughs> with
2: the jersey on. <laughs> this was Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so <laughs> where- yeah. Right.
4: Show Jack, are you still
0: though. planning on wearing your uh, James Ward Prowse jersey to every match?
2: No,
3: no. I think I'll definitely wear it in when on the drive down to Southampton and in Southampton that night. Yeah, for sure. yeah, I don't even have them anymore, Glenn. You you bought me the jersey, and I traded them like a week later. But oh. yeah, but
2: <laughs> they they are firmly entrenched in the relegation zone. They sure are. They sure are.
3: Did you get think,
4: Did
3: you get your other gift from that place? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember another gift. All right. So just the jersey. Just a jersey. Yeah.
4: Okay. Oh, it, it was something else that was supposed to come, but it was a small thing. But, so obviously that got put on, I know it got put on back water, but I'll have to check
3: into that.
5: Okay. Yeah, it Mystery. wasn't big. It Mystery. Yeah. It's a carbuncle. <laughs>
3: all right. Are we ready for Dr. Hogg's legit segment?
5: Yes.
2: Recording in progress. All right, Dr. Hogg. <laughs> all right. You guys Ready. Ready. All right. So today we are going to talk about lumbar puncture. Do you guys know what lumbar puncture is, or any idea? Go ahead, there, Mike.
0: I'm going to say I don't know what puncture is, but lumbar is back, right? Like the lower part of the back, and okay. so maybe a contusion to the lower part of the back.
2: Okay. I mean, that's a that's a good thought. Um, not quite correct. But you got the location perfectly. Um, just, uh, obviously and my disclaimer is, as always a doctor, I may or may not be a doctor. Anything I say may or may not be true and any reference to any person or whatever is truly fictional or a slip up on your part. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so lumbar puncture, anybody else want to go you know, try to take a guess there, Dave? Is it a punk band from England from the 70s? Very close. Now, it's also referred to as Final Tap. <gasps> so you are correct. Wow. Spinal wow. Tap and That's really good. Yeah. That was good. Mm. There we go. <laughs>
3: and it's shit. the appropriate segment, too.
1: How they danced, the little children of Stone Age, beneath the haunted moon, for fear that daybreak might <laughs> come too soon.
6: What the fuck are mm.
1: I do not, for one, think that the problem was that the band was down. I think that the problem may have been that there was a Stonehenge monument on the stage that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. All right? That tended to understate the hugeness of the object. I really think you're just making a much too big a thing out of it. Making a big thing out of it would have been a good idea. Nigel gave me a drawing that said 18 inches, all right? I know he did, and that's what now, I'm talking about. He knows the difference between feet and inches is not my problem. I do what I'm told. But you're not as confused as him, are you? I mean, it's not your job to be as confused as Nigel. It's, it's my job to do what I'm asked to do by the creative element of this <laughs> band. And that's what I did. The Come audience on. were laughing. So it became a comedy number. Right? Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> fucking well did. And it was not pleasant to be part of the comedy on stage. Backstage, perhaps it was very amusing. Uh, maybe we just fix the choreography and keep the dwarf clear. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so they won't try the it. That was Lenny. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, Dr. Hogg, you approved all this? What's that? You approved
1: all this?
2: Of course. (laughs) I have no idea what Jack is going to (laughs) play. But yeah, spinal tap is a fictional band, UK band. Um, But yeah, lumbar puncture and spinal tap are very synonymous or very interchangeable. Um, So obviously lumbar puncture is not quite as sexy as other sort of procedures we've done on this segment. Um, It's, Typically, not a life-saving technique, um, so it's not like I'm going to save somebody's life by doing a lumbar puncture. But um, so why why would I do a lumbar puncture? So lumbar puncture is actually like Mike said, it's in the lumbar, so it's lower back puncture means I'm putting you know a hole or I'm puncturing a part of the lumbar back, and I'm doing this for a purpose to get you know something right. So um, any ideas of why I would put a needle in somebody's back, other than it's probably kind of cool and causes pain? Because it's fun. Fun? It can be. Yeah. Yeah, it can. Mike?
0: Uh, Because it provides fluids that you can't get in other areas of the human body.
2: Yeah, what kind of fluid am I going for? Spinal.
0: Spinal, yeah.
2: Nice. You guys are really smart. It's like tapping a tree. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, almost like getting some syrup out of the tree. Kind of same technique to some degree. Jack's got a question.
3: Do you only do a spinal tap to draw fluid out, or would you do one to inject anything?
2: Uh, That's a really good question. So from my standpoint – from an er standpoint i'm typically taking fluid out so i can analyze that fluid to see you know type of thing but there are certain things there's a there's a thing called an epidural um where you're actually putting some medication into um obviously dave uh patty's had kids um glenn um, they, you probably, your wife probably may have had an epidural during pregnancy to help with, um, the delivery and stuff like that. So they give some medication to kind of numb that area so they can, you know, have a baby without severe pain.
0: So Glenn looks like he's shaking his head like, no, didn't happen.
2: No, no time. Time. We didn't time.
0: We
5: didn't have time to do it.
2: All uh, natural. Oh, quick birth. Yeah.
5: With our first one, Patty didn't have one either. Yeah. Second one, yes. First one, no.
2: So so basically the lumbar puncture, for me in the emergency room, I'm looking at trying to get fluid out of the spinal canal to mainly test for like infection. So if somebody has signs or symptoms of like a meningitis or a severe headache, neck pain, fever, and I'm concerned that they have an infection in their you know, spinal fluid or m- meningitis. So, so I analyze that fluid to see if there's signs of infection, then I, it'll treat, I can treat with that, um antibiotics or depending on what it looks like. Um, we can diagnose it as viral versus bacterial.
4: Is it uh, usually acute pain? Like someone, someone will come and say I have very specific pain in a spot.
2: So it's like for, so there's, So people that have, like, an infection are going to have, like, fever, chills, not feel good, maybe start out with, like, a a cold or something just doesn't seem right, and then it just progresses on and on. Now The other reason I do lumbar puncture sometimes is check for, like, blood in the spinal canal. So if somebody has, like, an aneurysm in their brain that sort of leaked a little bit, didn't, like, rupture, um, and they leaked a little bit, they can put some blood into the spinal fluid That headache is typically a sudden headache. It's like a very quick headache, very sudden, very intense. And then it kind of dissipates. Sometimes when patients present with that, I will consider doing a lumbar puncture to check for any blood in the spinal canal. And that may indicate that they may have a little aneurysm. And if, you know, if that's not treated quickly, sometimes that can be um, deadly. If it sort of completely ruptures, I think Mike had a question first
0: uh so mine was kip dr kip is there a difference in the interfluids i guess uh like so the marrow of a of the spinal bones or the spinal like i don't know what that's called but but the spine and the bones of the spine versus the the bones of your exterior or anything else like what is the difference in that like marrow versus spinal fluids
2: um so so the the spinal fluid is like a fluid that kind of like um around the brain a little bit uh, it's helps produce a little bit of um cushion in the brain and it also kind of tracks down into the spinal canal um, it, the the bone marrow itself is obviously within the bone um And that carries a bunch of different cells and, and stuff like that. But the, the spinal fluid, what we're tapping out is to try to check for like infection in the spinal canal um or the nervous system.
0: But it pretty much goes down like that area and doesn't go into the extremities kind of thing.
2: Yeah, no, it's pretty much localized in within the spinal canal and in the, in the brain around the covering of the brain. Thank you. Yeah, Dave.
5: You all in the medical profession call this a lumbar puncture, not a spinal
2: tap? So we, we do interchange it. Um, you know, we kind of like, I sometimes will. It depends on, you know, the person. They they may say, yeah, uh, I may tell them, yeah, we're going to do a spinal tap. And they may like, oh, I understand what that is. If I tell them it's a lumbar puncture, they'll be like, what is that? So, so some people do understand spinal tap um as a, like a layperson sort of terminology okay and if i get a sudden headache are you saying that's a problem so it can be i mean it, it, it depends i mean if you have like this when mike was talking i got a sudden headache <laughs> wow thanks Dave. Well, you should probably come over night and i'll do a lumbar puncture and we'll we'll, we'll check it out
5: oh, hold on hold on if i tell you i have a sudden headache are you gonna stick a needle in my back right away absolutely
0: <laughs> <you're>... yes, you... <laughs> and you're you learn that wow by throwing okay. me under the bus
2: so so not necessarily hmm. so if you present to the er and you say you know what i was uh um Yeah, i had this sudden onset of headache it was like the most intense severe headache i've ever had in my life it was incapacitating i don't get headaches very often it was like the worst headache of my life um then i'm gonna have a strong suspicion that maybe you have something in your brain like a little aneurysm or a blood vessel that's maybe ready to just explode couldn't it be a migraine it could definitely be a migraine for sure.
5: Okay. And, I just don't want you coming through my back with a needle without checking for the migraine thing first.
2: Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the hard part because sometimes they can, you know, a, a severe headache like that could be a migraine. So I, I typically would, anything I do in the emergency room is really sort of risk stratify. Um, like what is the most probable problem you have? So so that's how I kind of like it, you know, if you're, you know, if my suspicion is high that you have a, a a leaking aneurysm, then I'm gonna, you know, and if, so we'll do imaging first, we'll do a CT scan of your head and we'll see if there's any obvious signs of a hemorrhage on your CT. and And if you come in pretty quickly after a headache like that, usually within six hours, your CT will show some blood in your, in your, your brain. So then we have our diagnosis. I don't have to do an L- lumbar puncture. We just, we send you to like a neurosurgeon, you know, we do some further testing, you get admitted to the hospital. And then if there's an aneurysm there, they can sort of surgically clip it. And then you're, you should be pretty well safe.
5: Um, but the way, I-, I think leaking aneurysm was also a punk band from England in the seventies. <laughs> yeah.
3: They open for DeCamp to Boise, as I recall.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The problem is sometimes the the CT scan doesn't show that blood, so then then we have to decide, you know, is it worth taking a sample of your spinal fluid to see if there's a little bit of blood cells there that aren't supposed to be there?
0: Entering the no-edit zone.
2: Then we can decide whether, you know, this is a, a very high suspicion for... Uh, an aneurysm and then we can kind of further do it. But a lot of our imaging has gotten better over the past 20, 30 years. So I used to do a lot of lumbar punctures early in my career, but don't do as many now because the imaging has gotten better. So I can a lot of times do some imaging that, that will actually diagnose whether you have an aneurysm or not. So we still do it for, for, uh, you know, infection, that type of thing. So, uh, I, th- I don't know, Jack, is who you're first? Uh, Glenn was first. Glenn. Um,
4: so the spinal fluid, is it a closed system, and does your body make more of it? Like,
2: Yes, it, it is relatively closed system, and then your body does reproduce, like in, um, it does produce the spinal fluid co- sort of consistently in the brain, and then it kind of like flows through the brain into the spinal canal. And then it, it does get resorbed a little bit in the body and then it just replenishes itself.
4: Is it like, a? does it work its way up and down or just sort of comes from brain down through spinal and then, or is it all just one?
2: Predominantly starts in the brain and then works its way down. Okay. Jack.
3: once mike gets to his 100th beer if we do a spinal tap in say canterbury or northamptonshire will we get traces of english milds in his spinal tap
2: there's a good chance of that we you know and if i pour the tap really effectively we'll get some nice head on it nice. so it all depends on the poor
0: <laughs> well you're, you're you're practiced now <laughs>
4: Dave. If you haven't done it in a while, then maybe that's maybe maybe you need to get some practice on doing it. And Mike seems like a perfect candidate.
2: Hey, I'm I'm cool with volunteers. We'll, I'll right. I'll bring some needles on the trip. Okay. It's funny that we're volunteering him. He's not volunteering.
0: I Always wanted to die in Epstones.
5: <laughs> <laughs> also a good band name. Yep. <laughs> um, I I assume if I am the one getting uh, punctured by you, it hurts.
2: So, I mean, how do you make it not hurt? Yeah. So it sounds pretty scary. I think, you know, it's spinal tap, it's lumbar puncture. It sounds a needle in my back going into my spine. So it sounds like it's kind of scary and painful, but it actually is not that bad. Typically. Um, and I think we have a video at some point, we'll show the video of the actual procedure itself, <clears throat> but the, but we typically, we kind of numb up the area a little bit with an anesthetic. So that's per, pretty much the only thing you really feel is like a little bit of uh an anesthetic. The needle goes in and then you give a little anesthetic and then we just sort of like numb that whole area. And then as we introduce the spinal needle, it kind of goes in between the vertebrae. Um, and there's a little space in between there that I can kind of like put it through there. And it, it's actually not a very painful procedure if it's done correctly. Um, and, you know, people feel a little bit, you typically a little bit of pressure. Like I said, it's more of the anxiety of, of thinking about some big needle going into my back. What if um, you hit a vertebrae? Um, I mean, you, sometimes it happens. Like you'll, kind of inject, you know, you kind of put your needle in and it might hit the spine a little bit or the spinal, the bone itself. Um, it, that may be a little bit painful, but, you know, I, most people are pretty gentle. And then if you hit the you hit the bone, you just sort of back off a little bit and you try to reposition the needle to get through that space there. It's not a, I mean, from typically in the merchant room, we're not doing this. We're doing this under, um there's no guidance with like x-ray or something like that, but there's, there are people that do that, um, like interventional radiologists that if you have a really difficult patient, that's, um, maybe they're really big, they're, um, uh, their spinal canal is not, or their, their vertebra is real degenerative. There's a lot of, uh, um, arthritis in there. Sometimes they'll, we'll send that person to an interventional radiologist. They can actually do it under x-ray guidance so they can actually see the needle go between the space and they can kind of direct it right into the right spot where in the emergency room, we're, we're basically doing it by feel and, and positioning. And it's a little bit of a kind of a, kind of hunt and peck a little bit, a little bit, to try to find that right space. But usually if you set up, set up the patient in the right position, you know your landmarks, um, usually you can get it for the most part. It's pretty easy. couple of questions.
3: So Ginny so had ganglion blocks back in the 90s as a diagnostic thing, and it was not lumbar. It was a needle in her neck. But I recall her saying that they said the same thing. They would put the needle in until they felt the spine, and then that's when they would stop. Is that, so I guess that's similar to what you guys are, what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we, we kind of set the patient up, we get the landmarks, we try to find a spot where we think we're going to be able to go in and sometimes it doesn't always work and you, you kind of hit the bone and then you obviously know you're in the wrong spot. Just kind of back up, reposition and try to get in between the, the bones
5: what did you call that Jack ganglion what
3: they were called ganglion blocks they were diagnostic so they were they were trying to figure mm-hmm. out when after she had her elbow surgery why there was still stuff going on so the idea was they would block they would shoot I was with lidocaine or whatever the anesthetic was but it was it was hilarious because it would make her... Um, It would would like numb half of her face, and so she would come out and she'd be talking like a pirate and looking like a pirate and all that kind of stuff, and it would last for a few hours and then it would go away. But it was how they sort of diagnosed that she had the sympathetic nerve injury. Gangling Block was also a good band. Yeah, there's lots of good band names on this podcast.
2: Yeah. Medicine and rock and roll is very similar. It goes
3: together.
0: Yeah. Glenn Glenn has a question, though, yeah.
4: So is there a specific lumbar that you're trying to go in between because I'd like to try to sit home or maybe on the trip?
2: <laughs> yeah. So obviously, you know, once we see the video, you'll kind of get an idea, but typically you want to go. So this, the spinal cord comes down it, and it ends right around L1, lumbar one and two. That's where the, the, the cord actually stops. And then there's, these little, like, um, they t- they call it, like, basically a horsetail kind of thing. So there's, like, these little feathery parts of the cord. And then um, this, that's the kind of little sort of reservoir you're trying to, to hit for. So right around L3, L4 space is where you want to kind of put your needle in. Because you don't want to put the needle into the spinal cord. Because that potentially could cause damage and, you know, some bad stuff. So you want to go into the area where there's much more fluid and these little like horse tail kind of things where you're probably not going to do any damage to anything. Um, So yeah, right, right around the lumbar three, four region is where you want to go to. Okay.
4: Michael will be good.
2: So the other things I had here were like, so who typically does a lumbar puncture? I mean, emergency room doctors do it. Um, you know, our, our APPs, which are uh, assistants, they can do them. Uh, you down with APP? What's that?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know me.
2: You down with APP? I down APP. Okay. Sorry. Um, so neurologists, a lot of times they'll do those LPs and then uh we talked about the interventional radiologists that they're kind of like you know they have it kind of easy cuz they 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 use the x-ray guidance so <clears> it's kind of down on them because they're oh, like cheating absolutely they, yeah, i would yeah they don't have any skills we do this blind and and stuff so um, speaking of which if we blindfolded you would you do it So I probably could still do it blindfolded because it is a lot of landmarks. Yeah, it's a feel thing, right? It's a feel thing. So I could probably probably do it blindfolded, but I wouldn't. About throwing
4: darts, could you could you do it with throwing like a a a needle, like a dart? How how confident are you feeling about that? I don't
2: know. I think. I think we you him from
4: from the bathroom.
2: Yeah, or we've, or we've seen, seen, seen him play darts. No. Yeah, I, yeah, I think. Yeah, I've, I've, I, I'm like all over the map playing darts. Sometimes I'm good. Sometimes I'm not so good. But that's yeah, the ultimate bathroom darts people. game.
3: <laughs> you hit the wrong number, and Kip gets a lumbar shot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> what,
0: what, what was the name of the place, Jack and uh, Tybee? Benny's. Benny's, yeah.
2: Um, I think we touched about this a little bit, the, the things that make it difficult for me to do an L- lumbar puncture would be just, you know, the, the body habitus. So the, the size, um, you can just imagine like a very large person, um, would be very difficult to do, um, a, a kind of a tiny, skinny person. You know, you got these nice landmarks, you can feel the spine, you know, the spot you're going to. Um, So that's um, tough. And then somebody who's very anxious and, you know, very, um, you know, uh, I guess uh, somebody who's going to be moving a lot, not really going to stay still, uh, maybe a a smaller person, a, a child who's anxious and stuff like that might be difficult to do. Um, and then like they have like a lot of curvature, of their spine might be difficult. Um, a lot of arthritis, uh, elderly patients have a lot more DJD and arthritis in their back. So, you know, that not a clean space to go into. So those are some difficulties. Call things. me crazy, but it sounds like Mike is the ideal
5: candidate. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Mike <laughs> is all day. We can do, we can all practice on Mike. Sweet.
0: Wait, uh, I don't like the way that sounds. But are <laughs> are, are we gonna are, are we gonna good.
3: are gonna are we gonna trust Chris with a large needle?
5: Yes. Okay. He gets he gets a shot. All right.
0: As, as long as like, what's the milk like in England? Is there like really good milk?
2: They got it, bags.
0: It comes <laughs> in a bag. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Drink it right from the cow. In dip stuns.
4: All right. So yeah. All right. And then we die. That kind of led to my last question was what's the length of the needle and the gauge of the needle?
2: Mm. Yeah, good question.
4: Um, <laughs> it just goes, so <laughs> yeah.
2: Length, length is about that big. What is that? Six inches? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's
5: a big just, one.
4: It's a big needle. Yeah, the, the, it's got to go in the go way.
2: Yeah, you, I mean, you want it to be big enough. Obviously, if there's a very large person, you got a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to go to. But you don't want it so big that you come out the belly button on the other side, right? So you, so that's bad.
3: At least, you know, right? you missed the bone at that point. That
2: would be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's no, I see probably, daylight. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. But, yeah, the. I mean, the bigger the needle, the, the better for the most part because you don't have to – bury that thing all the way in you you're, you're going to kind of like inch it inch it in just kind of like choo-choo it in um, <laughs> just a little bit at a time and and then when you hit that you know that that syrup like that maple syrup starts coming uh-huh. out. you're like success
4: so, how, how, how thick pretty thick needle. um
2: no, it's not that thick. You would you know you, you no, it's not that thick. Um like a centimeter. I think they're you know, they come in like gauges like fourteen, sixteen. Um, no, it's this is like millimeters and stuff. This is yeah, the needle, the needle actually is about this big, but it actually um it's flexible enough to bend a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a really thick, like a nail or something like that. It's it's pretty thin. I mean, it just has to be thick enough to get, you know, the fluid out and the fluid is very viscous. So it's, it's like, it's almost like water. Mm. So it's not like maple syrup coming out for sure. Mikey.
0: Kip, uh, you're, you're incredibly intelligent. Like, I, and I truly mean that like uh, you're incredibly intelligent and I learned a lot from these segments. Who do you learn from? Who do you talk to? Like, who do you ask? Like, and you say, like I really admire this person's perspective, and you bring it back. And, and if you say Chuck, that's bullshit.
1: You're not
3: getting out of being the the, the guinea pig for the for this, Mike.
5: <laughs> like he's trying to get out of it. You're yep, yep. <laughs> oh, I mean, so, so smart. you so cute. smart, Kim.
3: Awesome.
2: <laughs> How do you get to be so awesome? <laughs> Don't stick a needle in my back.
3: I have a really serious question, Kip.
2: <laughs>
3: wait, wait, wait. Doesn't count at all? Thank you, Jack. Uh, this is the longest I've ever seen your hair, Dr. Hogg. How long has it been since you've had a haircut?
2: Well, I, I am so due. I'm Actually, I thought about cutting it yesterday, and I'm like, I'm going to go one more day. So, yeah, I, I'm overdue. I, I, I will probably cut it tomorrow.
3: I've never seen your hair that long, I don't think.
2: Is it that long?
3: It. I mean, I don't know. It's, For you. Yeah, sorry, Mike. Yeah. Got to the important
5: to cut stuff.
0: Can't so, believe that my question got trumped by Kim's
3: fucking. Hair.
2: <laughs> could you go for two weeks through, say, England without yes. cutting?
3: You can't go you can't get a haircut uh, before England.
2: So I am gonna cut my hair the like an hour before our trip, and wow. then I will be good to
5: go. Like, could you like just not handle it being longer than
2: it? Usually, is no, I can do it. I mean, I, I do can it. Can you? Time. Yeah, I can. I don't think you can.
0: No, I think you can.
2: <laughs> I might, of course, bring you it. do, if Mr. Pencushion. <laughs> if I wasn't just backpacking with you know very limited resources, I probably would bring my razor and stuff like that. But so
3: you're saying you don't have a room for a comb?
2: Uh, I could bring scissors and a comb. Yeah, I guess I could. We could, somebody could cut it. We could just, actually, we could probably, there's, I'm sure they cut hair in England, right? We could probably just go somewhere. And, I don't think they do. I think no? Mike wants to cut it.
0: I do have a question.
2: That's yes, Mike.
5: Oh, here we go. Mike, can't, and, can't, and why are you so handsome? I know. Well, for,
0: for, for everybody, I got a, I a question for everybody, and I'm sorry, Glenn's not here right now, or Chris. Does anybody have any thoughts on the, uh, shaving habits over the 12 days?
3: No, <laughs> no. I have no thoughts.
0: Are you, are you just like, you're just going to let it grow?
3: No, I think
2: I'm going to keep myself trim. I, I have, I have some products that I can use to keep myself relatively <laughs> trim.
0: So, is, so, so, what I'm taking from this is like you're not thinking about it, but you're just going to do what you did. Yeah.
2: Because
0: Jack, Jack, you, you rarely have even any stubble.
3: No, that's that's true. I, I shave once a month. That's all I need to do. Really? No.
5: Is oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyone else notice right. that Mike's checking out how much? <laughs> We shave, and
0: let me move on to Dave. Dave,
5: are you gonna <laughs> I, shave? No, I'm not answering this. This is weird. <laughs> all right, I'm just going
0: right,
5: I'll,
3: I'll lower my hand and
5: move on. Can we can we watch Kip's video?
2: Yes, I'm we sure should do the video. Stuck.
3: So I have it set up. Do you want me to? Sh- you want to do a Kip or am I doing it?
2: No, uh, go ahead and you do the video, and I'll do my trivia. Okay. Oh, there's trivia with us. Yeah.
5: Nice.
7: I'm Dr. Jess Mason and we're going to show you how to do a lumbar puncture. You want to position your patient either in lateral recumbent or as shown here sitting upright. This patient prefers to sit upright. Now, Either way, that patient you has no head. arch their back and or arms at the hip, and that's going to increase Legs. the distance between the spinous processes so your needle can more easily fit through. If they're sitting up, you can have them rest their feet on a stool, and then they can rest their head and their arms, maybe on a table in front of them. Now, you can also consider giving them a little bit of benzodiazepine to help them through the procedure. Let's take a look at the real procedure done by Dr. Jordan Harp whether the patient is upright or lateral, you're not getting like any benzo. Patient, identify the landmarks by palpating the posterior superior iliac crests, and where they meet in the midline should be L4, which is good. That's below the termination of the spinal cord, and we don't want to poke the spinal cord, so place a mark at this level. Clean the skin with antiseptic solution and drape the patient to give yourself a sterile field. Anesthetize the skin with a wheel and then the subcutaneous tissue in the track that you're planning to pass the needle, and we hope we're right. We know we may have to redirect. While that anesthetic is taking effect, you can get ready, set your tubes up and your manometer if you're gonna check an opening pressure. To set up the manometer, take the two pieces of tubing and connect them. That way you can measure pressures greater than 36 centimeters of water. Now we're going to get the three-way stopcock and connect it here.
2: That needle looks really long. The
7: needle will connect right here. Not the needle yet. Make sure the three-way stopcock is open to the spinal needle And to the manometer so the fluid column can rise
3: upcocks are hot. Once you're done
7: measuring your pressure, you're gonna turn that three-way stopcock so you collect the fluid from the column into your collection tube.
4: What the The spinal needles come
7: with a stylet in place.
4: Uh, The the bevel should be
7: oriented longitudinally with the dural fibers. So if the patient is lateral, the bevel is up. And if the patient is upright, the bevel is to the side. Try to stay midline and imagine that you're aiming right towards the umbilicus or the umbilicus or the belly button.
6: Wow! Your needle has to penetrate the spinous
7: ligament, which connects the spinous processes and the ligamentum flavum, which connects the lamina of the adjacent vertebrae. So, in theory, I didn't understand any of that. Sense in an average-sized patient, that needle is going to be inserted about three quarters of the way. Might be a little farther than you think. Now it's important as you advance the needle that you're checking frequently if you're in the spinal fluid, cause you won't always feel that pop through the ligaments. So remove the stylet and check for spinal fluid and then advance it a little further and then remove the stylet and check.
2: Kip at that point, will will just pour out of the thing. No, you're probably not going to get it to pour out. Like I said, it's a just drip. It's not under, well, it depends. I mean, if, if, somebody yeah it's not going to pour out like you would think like a open tap um (laughs) it it may come out a little heavier than most depending on the pressure that's in in that space um so that's why they talk about measuring that opening pressure okay so once they once you get fluid come out then they'll hook up that manometer and then they'll just see how how high that fluid rises and that will give you an idea of what the pressure is inside that space. And that may be able to diagnose a certain problem.
8: Check for Isn't
2: there a bunch of blood coming through?
8: It.
2: No, it's not. Typically, if you shouldn't have blood coming out. So really? you're, you're, you're going through the, the spinal space. So there's typically not any blood in the spinal fluid. It's going to be like a clear, almost like water. That's what it should look like. So okay.
5: you're, you're telling me we have no blood in our back. So,
2: so as, so there, there, so you, yes can, or no, yes or no. <laughs> so we have blood in our back. So you can't, yes, there is definitely some blood in your, your tissues. There's blood in, in the, the bone marrow. There's blood in blood vessels that are, you know, okay. in the, but if you're. So we got blood, but if you're doing this correctly, um, you should not get any blood out of that spinal fluid. Okay, if you... so if, if I'm doing this to Mike, do you think yeah. I'll have blood? <laughs> you will definitely have blood. It'll be a bloody mess.
3: There will be blood.
2: <laughs> all right. It's a cool. good movie. Dave, <laughs> yeah. can you
4: make, Dave, can you make the same face she's making right now? When you do it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is actually the same face I make all the time. You should let, let your hair grow, grow that long, too. <laughs>
0: She's, she seems like a nice young lady.
3: <laughs> Onward.
0: Yes. yes. A
7: little further. Remove oh. the stylet. Now, if you're still not getting spinal fluid after a few tries, you can remove the needle okay. or you can put uh, it just to the subcutaneous tissue, repalpate for your landmarks, and insert the needle again when you change angles just a little bit. Insert. And it looks like we're in right here, so I'm going to ask an assistant, Dr. Whitney Johnson, to come help me out at this point. If you wouldn't mind getting the manometer
4: and the stopcock,
7: we'll set this up (laughs) right here. Would you hold the top for me? And you can see the column (laughs) starting to rise up the manometer to give us a pressure.
0: She literally just said no.
7: Once we have our pressure measurement, we're now going to collect the spinal fluid from the manometer into our collection tube.
3: Turn that so stop you turn the it's stopcock. It's literally turn it a tap up. at that point. So spinal
4: <laughs> tap is the it's right word. One
7: out from the manometer
3: is
4: is low, is low pressure, pressure better, better tip or high pressure?
7: And continue collecting your spinal um,
2: fluid. I mean, you, you don't want to be super high pressure for sure. So. You know, a normal pressure is obviously always good. If it comes out like thick, cloudy kind of stuff, then you know you're probably dealing with an infection. If it does come out bloody, it's either you've entered the wrong space um, or there's something like an aneurysm that leaked and there's some, you know, blood in the spinal canal. Okay.
7: This LP clear, was clear. We ended up be. having to sit him upright to get spinal fluid. Normalcy like water is should be normal. Is clear. Try to collect a few milliliters of spinal fluid in each tube for testing, and remember, don't aspirate spinal fluid. Replace the stylet yeah, or removing the needle, and that's it, folks. That's an LP. Nice.
2: Wow. anybody can do it. We'll figure that out this week or next week. Jack.
3: So I know that besides Hello, I'm
8: Dr. John National Director of Continuing Medical Education oh, for US Acute Care Solutions. Today <laughs> I'm going to be talking about lumbar puncture. We're going to talk about the indications, contraindications, complications, equipment, you, I'm coming. the anatomy and then the procedure step by step.
3: Uh, Oh, Today, followers. in emergency medicine,
8: the biggest indication for doing lumbar puncture is to this rule is, out meningitis. There really this is, is bonus, no gold uh, standard other than an- analysis of the cerebral spinal fluid. Other indications include 11 minutes possibly long. ruling out subarachnoid hemorrhage. However, the literature is um, not conclusive about this in the days of mom. we skip
5: to where um, she sticks it in? I'm working uh, on uh, it.
8: Digital imaging. So. Our primary indication still talky, talky. is meningitis. Sticky, sticky. Using my spinal needle, I'm going to I'm going to angle it so the bevel be is now. facing this is, this towards is the patient's my here. head, which is in this direction. <laughs> is it really? I'm going to palpate my yeah. anatomical landmarks, I know this, use I know a tissue this marker physician. if necessary, and I'm going to identify is that this okay? area where I feel the L3-4 sure. interspinous okay. space is most likely to to be lying. I may choose to go one spinal level above or one spinal level below.
2: Is
3: that a cadaver kit? Uh,
2: good question. I, I, it certainly most likely is.
3: Oh, yeah, cadaver oh. base right
2: on top. Never mind. Yeah, most likely. You're still I safe, safe and missing
8: most major neurologic structures. I begin by introducing the needle into the intraspinous space. Again, bevel up. I've pre-anesthetized the area with some 1% lidocaine. I've prepped it with betadine, and then I penetrate the skin. Bevel is pointing this direction. I'm I'm 45 degrees off um, the frontal plane, and I'm going to angle towards the area of the umbilicus on the anterior surface. This is a visual tactile procedure. I advise against going too rapidly because you're going to miss the tactile cues that you need to know when you're penetrating the dural space. So I put my fingertips on the tip of the needle, I stabilize the hub of the needle with my thumbs and I penetrate that intraspinous space. And I go a few millimeters at a time, advancing gradually. And if I hit resistance, then I stop and redirect. When I feel a release of resistance and I think I might have penetrated the dura, I remove the obturator and I look for a flow of cerebral spinal fluid. I may or may not get cerebral spinal fluid return with this cadaver specimen, but for the purposes of demonstration we'll proceed. So I'm going to advance it, gradually, and I'm going to penetrate the dura at the midline just above the level that I've entered the intraspinous space. So I'm going to check for cerebral spinal fluid, and when I get a return, I'm going to use my collecting vials and collect three or four tubes, approximately three to five cc's, cap it, hand it off to my assistant, and send it to the lab for analysis. After the procedure, you can pull, you return the obturator to the needle, and you can pull the needle out in one swift motion. I usually apply digital pressure to the...
2: Okay.
3: Digital, digital think... pressure.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I think it's Jack, Mike, and Dave. Jack?
3: Um, actually, I'll lower my hand.
2: Okay. Mike?
3: Oh, shit. Uh...
0: I was actually going to ask if you thought Rom should have hit a seven iron on number nine, (laughs) but no, no. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I honestly can't remember. Oh, oh, what is the consistency of the spinal fluid? Is it like syrupy or is it thinner? Is it, is it more like oily?
2: No, it obviously depends on, you know, What's happening, but typically normal spinal fluid is going to be more like water.
6: Oh, really? Okay, yeah. It's going to
2: be very watery, maybe a little bit, maybe a little slimy, but not, it's going to be more watery than syrupy. Now, if it, again, if it comes out like cloudy, like pus, um, that's, that's, a, that's uh, very
0: that's, bad. That's, yeah, no, I, I, just that alone. Dude, you've gone above and beyond. Thank you.
5: Dave. You've gone above and beyond. Like what what, what are you saying? Because he's so smart.
3: Dave, I've been drinking since 90. And handsome. He's really uh, handsome too. Uh,
2: and handsome. And his <laughs> hair. He's got great hair. hair. It's got long fucking great hair.
5: Um, my question is about the cadaver. Uh, uh <laughs> I don't what are know. You at? No, the cadavers, they have spinal fluid, like it doesn't like dry up or anything well, like that.
2: I think she mentioned that. I mean, it is probably gonna be likely stuff. to get some <laughs> fluid out of there. Um, because it probably yeah, it's not gonna circulate like a normal person. So okay. you probably wouldn't get too much spinal fluid out of there. Okay, Glenn.
4: After seeing the cadaver, should I get rid of my organ donor card and my <laughs> PA license? Because I'm not sure I'm going to get poked and prodded by everybody
2: else. <laughs> you don't want to be on the podcast when you're dead. So, well I think it's a little different, Glenn. So, I mean, if if you're going to be an organ donor, so when you're like, you know if you're over in UK and the Bobby hits you over the head and you're brain dead, and there's no chance of recovery, then you sign that card, you're an organ organ donor. They're going to, they're going to take those parts of your organs that are still viable and distribute them to, to people. So that's a good thing. Um, But if, I mean, if you, you could actually donate your body after you're, you know, after you die and say, I want to, I want to donate my body to be a cadaver. Um, I mean, if you're not a super, I mean, if you're, if you're kind of the person who believes that your, you know, your body is just a, a vessel for, and you know, your spirit goes away and you know, your body is meaningless, then sure. Donate yourself to cadaver, but, um, they do dissect those cadavers to like, you know, it's part of science and it can get pretty, I I wouldn't want my body to be dissected like that. (laughs) But again, if, if you're, if it's just a body and you know, your, your soul is gone, then I don't think it matters, but.
4: Can I, can I exclude any of the organs? Like I'm assuming the liver probably shouldn't go forth.
2: Well, your, your liver probably should not go forth. Yeah. But maybe it should be studied.
4: Yes. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep the organ donor card down.
2: Yeah. Like, like how is this guy still alive? Exactly. You have a big heart, Glenn. Uh, we'll take your heart. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> All right, I, I'm not sure. Dave or Glenn, Jack, I'm not sure. Jack's first.
3: Um, so, Kip, you're allegedly part of hospital management. So, I'm wondering if we should workshop a new name for cock stop so you don't get sued for some kind of sexual harassment thing at some point?
2: Yeah. I mean,
3: or stop cock, I guess it was.
2: Stop cock, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, similar to what, you know, Chris did to. Mike, he did kind of stop cock him, <laughs> um, or that was cock block. I can't cock remember. Yeah, I just think the pronoun <laughs> people
3: may not like that word. So Apparently, it's
0: not illegal in uh, Annapolis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of medical terminology that could be really, in the wrong context, could be
3: I was meaning Mm. to jump in on that text and wonder, I was going to ask if Howard had heard anything from Quinnipiac. Since you haven't. (laughs)
5: Uh, Dave. Oh. Since Glenn is an organ donor, when he dies in England, who gets the organs,
2: England or America? Mm. (laughs) Good Good question. Good question. I would... To be honest with you, I would imagine logistically and cost-effective-wise, they would probably stay in England. Oh, his organs are going to go in English, people. But the liver is
3: going to go to Ireland because that'll be – they get more experience with that kind of a liver.
5: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, to be although I probably met legally and stuff, I would imagine that – I don't know if – if your organ donation, if you're in and you die or you are brain dead in England, that's a good question. I have to. So, so we can so we too. can take the
3: extradite UK Zeke to the coroner's office too, in addition to the airport.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I don't I don't know. That's a that's a really good question. I'm gonna have to do some research on that to see if you actually die as an organ donor in another country, would they harvest your organs and give them to English people or would they fly fly you back a
5: ventilator? If if I'm an organ donor and if I die in England, I want my organs to go to the English people. I want mine to go to the Welsh. (laughs) Only the Welsh?
3: Only the Welsh.
5: (laughs) I mean, I would prefer mine go to the Scottish. But I'm not going to be, I'm not going to nitpick.
3: I, I want all my organs in some coroner's report in Wales to have all those weird letters so that you can't understand anything about my body.
5: I want my organs to go in as many different English people as possible so I can live on and then possibly rule wow. that country.
3: I mean, just <laughs>
5: possibly all we have to do right is off.
3: extend the trip by five days and we can take care of that. Wow. That's what Glenn can do. He can go screw the soccer field. He can go tackle King whatever his name, Charles, and oh, take sorry. the
2: crown. <laughs> I mean, this is being recorded. So, I mean, technically, this is your last will and testament right here. I mean, this is – Okay. All, all of in. our
3: criminal activities uh getting recorded.
2: Yeah, but – if no one listens to the
5: podcast does it really matter is it legal then
3: That's that's why i
0: raised my hand because oh. i just want everybody to know that in my last will and testament which is sitting on top of this pile of papers uh i'm i'm to be cremated not that anything should happen we don't want that to happen hopefully I'm uh, to be cremated and the ashes dumped in Lake Erie so they go over the Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls into uh, Lake Ontario. Mike, Declaration, I have a check. Declaration check. Declaration okay. check. On last week's podcast, MHL finals loser Dave Rhodes declared that only four people listened to the MHL Podding in the Corner podcast. Since the beginning of 2023, The podcast has average 14.2 listeners per episode, and one of them, on multiple occasions, is located in Singapore.
5: (laughs) Okay. Wow. You've been holding on to that one.
4: (laughs) Really, yeah. Mike, you should assume, though, we're going to be doing a lot of experimenting on on this procedure. It may not end well for you.
5: Mike, (laughs) Mike, as part of your last will and testament, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. if you die in england and we can cremate you in england wouldn't it be cool to have your ashes in the english channel rather than lake erie
0: well here's all i can say about that dave is i put what i want to happen on paper if something else happens what the fuck am i gonna do
4: can we put those coins in your eye like little like you know when we're sending you off and we're gonna light you on fire
5: or like shoot arrows at them fiery arrows like a viking verbally
4: theory. can we get a verbal agreement mike, we can are you it?
5: saying legally lake erie is better than the english channel
4: <laughs> no it, we
0: can move on coming this isn't about me.
2: <laughs> mike we will follow your wishes whatever you want we will we yep.
5: will do it. so we shouldn't cremate you there and dump you an English
2: channel That's what you, your last it, wish was it, it, You it, want to come it, back to Lake Erie
4: It's on paper, yeah
2: He's yeah. Going over, We're, we're going to send him over to Niagara We'll do what he wants Okay, well
4: We'll give him, we'll uh, give him two tokens too
5: for there's, a, there's a member of our party I know Who does not have a last will And testament So Chris can be cremated and dumped in the English channel
3: Alright Well, We definitely have the song for the podcast at some point
5: Oh,
0: wait. I'm interested in this.
3: You wanna hear it? Yeah. Oh crap, I can't do it. Easy. I'll have to I'll have to add it in.
5: I have a suggestion for Kip's next segment, if we're done we're, with this segment. We're not quite done yet. Um, have-
6: oh have- my board.
2: We have this a trivia. three hour podcast. You guys wanna do trivia real quick? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll share my screen. Um,
0: I really want to hear Jack's song that he wasn't able to pick up. But
2: let's see.
3: Here. My screen. Hold on a second. Tim. Let me let me share my screen.
6: Okay.
1: Give me someone, for I have sinned, and I know not where I should begin. And some days it feels like you just can't win, no matter what you do or say. Things didn't kill me, but I don't feel stronger. Life is short, but it feels much longer. When you've lost the fight, yeah, you've lost that hunger. Just pull yourself through the day. But if ever I stray from the path I follow, take me down to the English Channel. Throw me in where the water is. And then drag me out back to shore. Cause love is free and life is cheap, and as long as I've got me a place to sleep, some clothes on my back, and some food to eat, then I can't ask for anything more. So come on, everybody, sing a one, two, three, four. That we hold inside, yeah. The worst little things that you never can find, and the worst
3: one. We're all get we're getting all three strikes on this YouTube video.
1: <laughs> so I'm sorry, baby, for the times I've hurt you. Sorry, friends, for the times I desert you. Most days it feels like I don't deserve you. And I wonder that you're all still around. So if ever I stray from the path I follow, take me down to the English channel. Throw me in where the water is showing. <laughs> Love is free and life is cheap But as long as I've got me a place to sleep Some clothes my back and some food to eat Then I can't ask anything more. So come on everybody sing a one, two, three, four Come on and join me in the water I'm a swim for home Sometimes
3: I hard to remember well, That was fun
0: I love that song. It's a Jack, great song. Nice. Yep. That's a great yeah. song. I love that song. Who was the singer? Frank Turner.
3: Frank Turner.
0: Is right. he in like Australia right now or he's just leaving Australia? Yeah, I he think so.
3: Anything? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We need to get Dave back so we can do the trivia or the, the quiz rather.
2: He's probably peeing. I'm actually going to go. Pee breaks. Yeah. Okay. I'm
3: going to run out of and power. <laughs> Still recording for the YouTube wow. part. <laughs> Just left the song going. Ugh.
4: So,
0: Jack, what is uh, you and Jenny are both coming over, and then Jenny and her friend and Patty are connecting, and they're hanging out for a few days. Is that yeah. game for So them? they're
3: yeah. So we get there obviously Thursday uh, behind you guys, and then. They're all there till the following Tuesday. I think they come home the following Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'm, I imagine they'll just get on where they're going and I'll, I'll, I'll go straight to where we're staying to get it all open and then I'll catch up with you guys wherever.
0: Yeah. And I guess like once we get into the day, we can figure out because who knows what, if there are, will be any uh, delays or what. Yeah.
3: Well, that's going to be a long, you know, by the time I get there and get to the place you guys all have had a really long day.
1: Yeah. So you too, yeah,
3: And you actually for me, you know, I, I'm thinking this is going to be pretty easy because our flight start leaves at seven. Um, so I can like, you know, just sort of treat it as a normal day, go to work, work most of the day. I'll probably, you know, I'll leave work early. Um, then we'll head down to the airport and get on the plane and then, I, you know, I'm hoping just go to sleep at like 10 yeah. and I'll wake up and we'll, it'll be, you know, 10 there. And then
0: I mean, but essentially, our day is going to be the same because we leave at nine fifty, and yeah. so it's like so we're going to be leaving at the same time or right around the same time.
3: Yeah, just get on the plane and go to sleep, and yeah. just get to the airport early, get hammered, go to sleep, and
0: really? yeah. yep. All right, Are
3: we're all guys, we're all back.
4: Have you guys been, uh a game or anything, or on Friday, Saturday
3: as well. Friday or Saturday. Well, Saturday we have the game. Saturday, yeah,
4: yeah. Oh wait, wait. Okay, yeah, I'm getting there. When you're getting there, Thursday?
3: Yeah, we get there Thursday afternoon.
4: How, and how long are you staying? I'm leaving that following Sunday. Are you guys leaving? Staying longer?
3: Yeah, we we come back the Tuesday after you come back. Okay. All right. Yeah, you and I need to figure out the logistics of your Sunday when you come home. Okay. All right. Trivia. You
2: guys see my screen? Yep hmm Okay. All right. It's lumbar puncture trivia. All right, let's go. First question. This is an easy one. We're starting out real easy. What is lumbar puncture also known as?
3: Spinal tap. <laughs> yes. Final answer.
2: Final answer? Spinal tap. And it's not the fictional rock band. And lumbar lingus... <laughs> It seems like another
3: sexual harassment
4: hey. phrase. Yeah, That's exactly what I was thinking. Do you use a stock offer of lumbar lingus? So,
2: so do not ask the lady behind the bar if she likes lumbar lingus, Mike. <laughs> All right, next
0: question. Particularly in, uh, in Hamilton. Ooh,
2: right. All right, the first reported LP, which is also lumbar puncture, was performed by whom? Huh. Da Vinci, Thomas Jefferson, William Shakespeare, or Henrik Quinky. Uh,
5: it's got to be four. It's got to be Quinky. I'm going I'm one. one. Da,
3: Vin- I can see da Vinci doing it. Yeah. Da
2: Vinci, okay. We got two Da Vinci's, Jack. I'm Da Vinci. Da Vinci, okay. And the correct answer is Dave.
6: Dave. Ah,
2: yeah. Henrik Quinky. This and is, actually, there's a. This is in law bullshit, I can tell. <laughs> the Quinky LP needle is named after him. So there's actually a needle, a lumbar puncture needle that we call the Quinky needle. There you Who
4: was the Stopcock named after?
2: Uh, James Holmes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: all right. So, how much CSF or cerebral spinal fluid is typically shit removed? Shit
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm like, yeah. What is what is the measuring of a shit ton?
5: Seven. Seven.
3: I'm going, I'm going answer two. I'm
5: going eight to
2: 15 milliliters.
3: Yeah. Answer two. two. I'm
4: going tube two.
2: Two. You guys are, you guys are listening and you're so smart. So, yeah, about four milliliters in each tube. And uh, each, each tube we kind of like analyze for different things. So, um, we'll check for the, red blood cell count the gram stain a culture white blood cell count um xanthochromia that's when we're checking for blood sometimes it turns yellow the spinal fluid turns yellow um, and that may indicate there's blood in there we'll check the glucose the protein and then sometimes we'll do viral cultures and stuff like that
4: No sperm in that
2: stock up. <laughs> If there's sperm in your spinal fluid, that is bad. <laughs> That's hot. We lost, we lost Jack.
0: You're coming in every direction. <laughs> <There's sperm.
2: laughs> At least, are we still recording? Well, if it's like a
5: dude, like he's super spermy. Like he's potent. It's backing up into a spine. Maybe if he hasn't
0: been like a while.
2: Oh my God,
0: Glenn! I have this much left. How am I going to stay up with Glenn?
2: Graham stain's a good band
5: name as well. Another yeah.
4: one, Jesus. Like you guys are like the you know every band known to Jesus. Yeah, yeah.
2: Graham, Graham Stain is uh, you know when we're looking for bacteria, it's sort of like a microbiology kind of thing. So we'll we'll plate it on a, a slide. And then you'll, you know, look underneath the microscope and see if there's any bacteria in there. Do you ever do that? Um, you know, I mean, not as an, not currently as a ER doctor's not, I don't do that kind of stuff. But in medical school and, and biology classes and stuff, we often did gram stains and stuff like that. Mikey.
0: Well, right beside gram stain, there's culture club and I'm sure Dave used to be a huge fan.
5: It's, it not says sure. culture, not culture club.
0: I'm not sure of it, but I'm betting that Dave could name seven culture club songs. Boom. Right. Like that.
5: I can name. Do you really want to hurt me? All
0: right. All right. right. We'll, we'll just go with that. All right. Thanks, Dave. And no, I really don't want to hurt you.
5: I, I do really want to hurt you <laughs> with a needle in the back in another country. In my and then I spinal... want to light you on fire and throw your ashes in,
0: in my spinal cavity. in the
2: English Channel. <laughs> you right. will definitely have your chance. I'm bringing needles, so we're good.
0: Are so you I'm really guessing. bringing needles?
2: I, if I can get them through, if I can get them through my bag check, um, definitely bringing needles. Can't you throw the doctor card out? Um, I can try. We'll see. But they may confiscate them. They they can take my needles. Yeah, oh, that sucks. I mean, yeah. But they have needles in England, right? It'd be a weapon. Yeah, we can buy some needles when we get there. We're good. All right, good. Next question. Next question is: uh, What is the most common complication <laughs> of a lumbar puncture?
0: Mm. I'll go with four Bobby or
5: I'm gonna go with four paralysis.
4: I agree. I'm gonna go three just to be out.
2: Glenn is so smart. Mm. Glenn Ah. is the smartest person. UK Zeke is so smart. Damn you, Glenn. So yeah, headache is kind of the most common complication. So when you put that needle in. And then you take the needle back out. Now you got a hole in that epidural space that now can a little bit of fluid can still leak out, and that can create some headache. Mm-hmm. Um, so they talked about, I don't know if you remember, if you paid attention to the video or not, but they talked about the bevel of the needle, mm-hmm. and if you turn it to a certain side, you may decrease the chance of a of a headache. That's the
4: concept um, of the pressure? Is that why they want to measure the pressure? What's that? Is that why they want to measure the pressure, or is that just to...
2: Yeah, yeah, the pressure. Some people get headaches from increased pressure, CSF pressure, so you want to measure it and see if that's a cause of the headache. All right, next question. What warrior had a CSF leak? Genghis Khan, <laughs> Sun Ulysses Grant or Steve Kerr
4: or four. Yeah.
2: You guys are so smart. How'd you get guys? Oh my God. He is definitely Steve Kerr is the warrior that had a CSF leak. And that's, um, he had back surgery and then had a, like a spinal leak afterwards.
1: Warriors. Come on. Come on. play! Yay. <laughs>
4: Awesome movie. Do you see the Dave? Did you see the recent picture of those guys that actually did the no? Nah. So the guys that remember they got on the uh, subway. Yeah, yeah. Had the same outfit on and they got on like fifty years later. It was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, also get, yeah, it's pretty pretty wild.
2: It's like, the greatest movie. Like eighty year old men in in leather vests.
4: Yeah. yeah, and leather chaps or
2: whatever. Nice.
4: All right. All right. Kip, I'm gonna go with
0: number one, Peronis, because Peronis is uh, part of the
1: cock.
2: All right, let's let's go through the question first. What <laughs> disease is not found in the CSF? Number one, Peronis, tuberculosis no, just, West. Is part of the 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 cock. And and All right, so Mike, Mike is picking number one. Anybody else wanna guess?
4: I'm not going, Mike. I'm gonna go number. i gonna go number four.
2: Okay,
5: I'll
2: go number three. West Nile.
3: I'll go number two.
2: All right, oh, this is awesome. So, so Mike is an expert on cocks. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was a different peronis. So he is right. The peronis is the curved, bent penis disease. Why do you know that so well, Mike?
0: Go back to the questions.
3: Yeah, but Mike said it wasn't
0: Corn that. that. Corn has like an ad on
3: every oh. fucking. Oh, it's not found. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Why well, didn't read the knot? Damn.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: See, yeah. Trick question.
2: It's, it's always a trick it's, question. Yeah, the,
3: the knot's a tricky word. <laughs>
2: it always on those multiple choice questions always stumps you You always have to read the question clearly um yeah so yeah again we poorly understood kind of why what causes pronies but they think it's some sort of fibrous scarring um but it's it's not a fun thing to have i would not i have a question mike
3: why were you so familiar with this mike I told you,
0: Pornhub. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah it's, just, yeah, it's out there. They talk about
4: pepperonis. Kip, as a, as a doctor, would you recommend, like, you know, the youth of America, maybe, like, when they're whacking off, use their <laughs> left and their right hand. Uh,
2: uh, I yes, I think you, I think if you alternate is probably better. I have another question.
3: Uh, Yes. Mike, is it viewed as a positive or a negative on Pornhub?
0: I'm I'm sorry, what is
3: it? Is it viewed as have if you have pronies, is it a positive or a negative uh, no, on Pornhub? You, you wanna get
0: that you wanna get that checked. All right. You wanna get it checked.
3: Okay.
0: Although s- some females might
4: enjoy it, apparently. Left okay. or right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boom. Next question. Yep, yeah, I like the water drops
3: on your slides. Yeah, those are awesome.
2: That's spinal I fluid. They're spinal like,
3: fluid drops, right?
2: I, yeah, I kind of thought it might be a little. Um, yeah, a you, good, a good ad. They, they look so real. It feels like I could touch them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a good question What celebrity had a CSF leak? Was it Prince? Was it Trump? George Clooney or Janice Joplin?
0: I'm going three, Jack. you pick
3: the
2: next. Uh, i'm I'm, pick. I'm with
3: Mike for the rest of the way John.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i that last one was a huge guess i'm go, I'm going number two then
2: all right, so the correct answer right. is <laughs> sure. way to go, Mike Fine. So, yeah, so apparently whoa, he-
4: whoa whoa whoa, he was leaking fluid out of his nose.
2: Yeah. So that's not uncommon because the the top of the nose, there's a thing called the cribriform plate, and it's a little subtle little bone between the brain and the nose. And if you have sometimes a minor trauma event, you can actually have a leak of that spinal fluid. And there's a way we can test that. Actually, there's a, like, you know, you're, your um, mucus you know like a regular like runny nose um <clears throat> when you put it on a piece of filter paper when you put those drops on a filter paper it 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 acts differently than spinal fluid so the way it looks on a, on a piece of filter paper is different from spinal fluid so you actually can put a drop of that fluid from somebody's nose onto filter paper and you can kind of diagnose it that way Dr.
3: Hogg, um, if you fall from a ladder, will it come out of your ear or instead of your nose?
2: I mean, it depends. I mean, you can get some, some significant injuries from a fall where you could actually get fluid or blood from out of your ears.
5: Hmm. So if when I broke my nose a few years ago. could I? Well, have... you know, tell us
3: the story. Tell us the story.
2: <laughs> Are we recording? <laughs> yes, we're absolutely recording.
5: We're still recording.
3: So by the
2: way, we're at the du- we're at the double no edit zone.
5: That was funny. I, it's a great I story. I had the flu. <laughs> yeah. And I got up at night and went to the bathroom and thought, like, I'm going to throw up. So I sat down on the ground waiting for the process to begin. And then when I got up, I passed out, and fell face first on the ground. From the, you passed out from the <laughs> flu. And busted my nose. So,
0: so you prepared yourself to fall down, and then you stood up and fell down.
5: I didn't prepare myself to fall down. I prepared myself to throw up, and then when I felt it coming on, I got up to go to the toilet, and I somehow passed out.
3: But you had, a, you had a Dexter-like splatter.
5: Oh, my God. There was blood everywhere. The whole fucking bathroom. There was blood everywhere. So
3: and maybe spinal I, fluid.
5: So I, I was out for probably a few seconds. I got up. I'm like, okay. I didn't have to throw up. I, I had to go the other direction. I did that. We just, and did this did this on a
3: podcast.
5: I felt the... Um, I felt something warm on my thigh. Turns out that was my nose bleeding profusely. Yeah. So I'm, I got. It wasn't your Patroni
3: Petroni disease.
5: I got massive diarrhea. <laughs> I am bleeding heavily from the nose. I finish up. I go to clean up and I flick on the light because this is at night. So I left the light off. I flicked on the light and I was like, holy shit. It's like a scene from Dexter. Like there was blood everywhere on every surface.
2: <laughs> anyway, so I, I may have been leaking spinal fluid. It's certainly a good possibility from that, from that description. I think, yeah, it is certainly possible. That, that bottom <laughs> right
3: drop seems like yours.
5: I, I feel like I've been down a, a pint of spinal fluid ever since. But, but,
0: but honestly, Dave, and I'm sorry, I should raise my hand, but Dave, uh, that was what, two and a half, three years ago.
3: Yeah, it, was it was longer than that. five at this yeah, point. It was pre-pandemic. Yeah. So fun. And
0: and you're still great. We still love you. So apparently damage
4: done, minimal.
5: Nice. Well, Love's a strong you.
4: word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we said we were extracting, but can't we, like, inject? Because I think we just get a little bit of, like, uh, I don't know, water, sugar water. Whatever you want to call it, you know, it's and inject it in Dave, and he's he's all hold, right?
5: I think over five years, I probably replenished, right?
2: Um, oh, if he's been leaking this whole time, is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're
4: like, can we can we shoot it in versus extract it out?
2: Well, hold on, hold. You're not
5: shooting anything in. I don't <laughs> think I've been leaking this whole time. I, I think I'm good. Well, we're we're,
4: ta- we're taking from Mike. All right, all right, all right. Let's 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 reverse this. We take it from Mike and we shoot it to Dave.
5: Okay, I'll take Have that.
0: You Have you noticed that you've become more acrid over that time?
5: Oh, dude, I've been acrid for 40 plus years, ever since I was a kid.
4: I think we give a little bit of Mike to Dave, though. I think that, that would be an interesting concept to do it. Oh, that. no, 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 no. That's no, a good Dave. idea.
5: I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll compliment Kip a lot more.
3: Dave is a much better
5: human.
3: <laughs> Jack has his hand up. Jack has his oh, hand thank up. thank you, Mike. Dave, has your pee been clearer since then? Because that might be a sign.
5: I've noticed no difference in my pee. Okay.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we should be taking spinal fluid from one person and <laughs> injecting it in another. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. Why not?
3: Yeah, I mean, why, yeah. yeah. Why not? Can't that make me stronger? We're, we're all human. We're all. We're all. We're all. He hims
5: Well, yeah. if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm if I'm getting mics, won't it make me taller? <laughs> uh, Can we? Good. Would, I, I would
3: we know. get your hair if we took some of your spinal fluid?
5: It could be.
2: Will we get more handsome?
5: Yes. I don't Can
4: think so. Try like.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we'll probably just get infected and we'll die. Really? Is the quiz is the quiz over? Quiz is done. Yeah, there was only seven questions.
6: Recording okay. stopped. So,
5: well, my, my my question is um, for the next Kip segment. I'd like to put in a request. Yes. Remember that. Remember that scene from Pulp Fiction. Yes. Where John Travolta jammed yeah. that needle of adrenaline into Uma Thurman's heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but.
2: Yeah, but didn't we do pericarditis? Yeah, we, yeah, we did. we do that?
3: Yeah, we did that one.
2: Yeah, we, we did Why that. Why didn't we reference that scene? I think we did, We didn't did. we?
3: Yeah, we did at the time. Oh, damn it. This podcast has been on the air for a long time.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we did. Didn't we show that I think so. Too?
3: We, I think I did the audio of it. I don't know if I actually showed uh, the clip. All right. Let's pray
2: we
4: don't
3: have to do that in the UK trip. When we do the best of over the summer, we'll figure out a way to put that in.
5: <laughs> hey, did we hit the dead zone yet?
3: Oh, we're, yeah, we were. Well, I, I don't have a soundbite for the dead zone. I don't think. I thought
2: you created a soundbite.
3: Yeah, I thought I did too, but I'm looking at my list and I don't see it. But yeah, we're we like in, only, we're six minutes we're like into the week, dead zone.
2: Are we like a week away from UK? Yes, we are. Yeah. Yes, one week away. Oh my god, I'm so excited! And
3: I will be so ready for it because job this week sucks completely because we're in major budget cutting mode. So, <clears throat> hey, but hey, happily, Glenn, you'll be a, you'll like this one. Huh? We got our first reservation on the uh, Tybee House yesterday or this morning. That's sweet.
4: Yeah. Nice. Yep. That's a good feeling, right?
3: It is a good feeling. It's like okay. It's not, it's yeah. not enough, but it's, it's a, you know, yeah. it's something. It's a start. It's a start man. So 500 bucks a night. Is that decent? Yeah.
4: Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's pretty damn
3: good. We got a four night thing that was checking on a Monday, check it out on a Friday for 516 bucks a night or something like that. Yeah. Oh, so good. I was, so I was pretty pleased with that. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, early, early season. You just, you, it's, it's in right June. Running. It's a June reservation. So. Yeah,
4: but you just, just got to start feeling good about like getting some of the, yeah. some of the rentals coming in.
3: Yeah, because so. you, you assume you're going to get so much and it's like, oh, fuck.
4: Is
0: it, this it, actually going to happen?
3: Yeah. Here.
0: How are your, how's your place going, Glenn?
4: Decent. Uh, not as good as before because uh, I think COVID, COVID was different. Excuse me. COVID was different, but, uh, the rentals haven't been as strong this year, but we're also they're jacking the rates up too. So I, I almost feel like it's way too high for some of the rentals, but like they're trying to get too much. And I'm like, I, I told him I was like, hey, I think you could reduce it like fifteen to twenty percent, and they raised it ten percent. And I'm like, no, it's not really the way I want to get. So is yours?
3: <laughs> so Glenn, is yours available? On like Airbnb and VRBO in addition to whoever's managing it?
4: Yeah, just VRBO. Okay. So I don't know what Airbnb has more, I don't know what they have. They have more fees or whatever to the rental companies that are just doing VRBO. Okay. It was funny. I I went on VRBO and looked at my house and my house had uh, 19 people max. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, timeout!
3: <laughs> wow, nineteen! <laughs>
4: Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. I could see all the I can see all the college kids like, yeah, let's get like 20, 20 of us in there. Yeah, yeah so I was like, whoa! I was like, yo, I just went on a VRBO and it said nineteen people. Can you please have them change that? Yeah, I it's found the golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right>.
6: <laughs>
4: wow, <laughs> that could be a shit show. <laughs> yeah. <'cause-
2: laughs>
4: my neighbors were telling me this past week when i was down there they uh they they said they they were there last year and uh, all of a sudden the ambulance showed up at our house and uh, you know this this lady got wheeled out or whatever and and i guess what happened was she was like these guys were these this family was from kentucky they had this like 3 year old kid that was a super nice kid who would like talk across the i guess the the decks but the parents would start at three o'clock and just nonstop bourbon drink from three nice. to one. And this lady got just crushed. Had to get, had to get, you know, taken to the hospital. He's like, literally the next day she comes back, you know, next morning that day or next day, she's out just pounding bourbons again. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, nice. He's just like, I just, I don't know what to say.
2: Good nice night, and- people. <laughs> That's a professional. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Professional.
2: Good luck, Jack.
3: Thank you.
0: <laughs> That's why I'm drinking miles.
3: All right, so I'll see you guys uh, in a week. Well, we'll see Glenn in eight days or nine days, whatever it is, but we'll see you guys a week from, Yeah. well, today for you guys. Well, it's 11 o'clock for you guys, so a week from tomorrow.
4: Hey, hey real, real quick, logistics too. Money, you know, are, are do we have to get like tons of UK
3: pounds? No, no, food? go just you don't just go credit, yes,
5: yes, right? To tons of pounds, tons of pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: from PNC Bank. I, I mean, give them
5: all to us. I
3: mean, Dave, it's a and pretty all. cashless society now, isn't it? Like
5: very it's totally cashless yeah
3: totally cashless yeah. okay
5: so basically we found that if it's under 20 dollars, we use cash if it's over 20 dollars, it's a card and pretty much everywhere took a card
3: but, but either way Glenn, okay. don't take any money don't exchange money just go to an atm when you don't, get there don't
5: take money yeah. when you get to the airport hit an atm yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Cool. just get out 100 or 200 just yeah, to have, just to have it. we'll have to figure out how we do our pub yeah, that's going to be the tricky you know, part, right? Because because
3: a lot of yeah. places don't do cash. That's what Tony with the the Churchill's guys was telling me is a lot of places don't even take cash anymore. Maybe no, that, I mean, maybe I that was a, and that might have been a London thing or something. I don't know, but we'll see when we get. I, I set seven. my uh,
0: my credit cards from for the trip, like where I'm going to be, and so. But no, that's good to know. So we just like let it roll and then we'll figure it out that is that side. is a
3: thing to let your credit card know you're going to be traveling internationally so they don't cut your card off when they start to see a couple of charges
5: yeah, yeah. absolutely a-
4: anything else I, I i phones i know i switched i got a converter anything else that we have to think about chalk strap yep chalk strap strap, yep. heavy that duty because you know, kind of nice.
3: if well, you make we're 25 down we're going to yeah, challenge yeah. you to 35 so What's then? If you make twenty-five, we're going to challenge you to thirty-five. So, get that strap.
5: Oh, it's going to keep going. Yep. Till
3: you miss. I've got an extra cloth uh,
0: gar or uh, laundry bag. So if you want a cloth laundry bag, it's
4: all yours, buddy. All um, right. I may take you up. I'll take you up on
2: that. I'm bringing pesos.
4: <laughs>
2: I thought you'd be. Fr- I thought you would bring Frank's.
3: Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> That's a
2: good idea. All right, guys.
4: All right, Next time we see you, man. See you. We'll see you on the See you in a week topic. on the other
3: side of the world. Sweet. See you. Bye. Thanks, all.